0: Thank you for joining us. This is Paul Wilson, and you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Unfortunately, Chris Hemke wasn't able to join me down in the studio today. Uh, he's tied up trying to help out customers over there at Duramax Tuner and Calibrated Power, but that's okay because I think we have enough show personality on today's episode. We have LT from the Truck Show. I'm sorry, from Truck Tech Show. How the hell are you?
1: Hey, doing very good, Paul. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited to have you on the show. To be honest with you, um, I didn't know a ton about your guys' show until just earlier this week when we started talking about another project. But as soon as we hung up the phone, I have obsessively watched just about everything you guys have available online. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope you enjoyed it just a little bit. Absolutely, man. I was blown away. I, I can't believe that I've gone this long without knowing that you guys have f- over five seasons or five seasons of of shows already produced and available.
1: Well, yeah, and you know the the show actually um, has gone on you know much, much longer than that. I think they just have up there on the website the last five seasons that we filmed in HD um but you know our show you know i'm i'm just one of the uh, one of the many hosts that have gone back you know i think 10 years now oh my um, god for our show um so i'm just you know the, the guy that's lucky enough to be in the hot seat right now
0: <laughs> how long have you been in the hot seat
1: uh about three and a half years uh, i've had this job
0: okay well you've really taken it by the horns over that time because you guys have done some really cool projects just recently before we dive too far into that though I was hoping you could tell our listeners just a little bit about how you got your start in diesel performance.
1: Well, yeah. Um, you know, I've kind of always been a truck guy. Um, you know, it kind of goes way back to when I was a kid in high school, you know, um, hanging out with my friends, trying to figure out what to work. Um, I actually grew up in the Northeast, uh, in the state of Maine. Um, and if you live up there, you know, vehicles rust out. Um, You know, everybody wants a Camaro or a Mustang, but up there, you know, for a 12-, 13-, 14-year-old kid, I actually bought my first truck when I was 12 years old. Um, (laughs) You know, for a young kid like that, you can't afford a Camaro because, you know, all the good ones are incredibly expensive. So uh, the next best thing uh, was pickup trucks. Uh, So the first vehicle I bought, um, 76 C10. Um, So I've always kind of had a thing for pickup trucks. I've had, you know, I've had Mustangs, I've had cars, but mostly trucks. Um, so to answer the question, how did I get started in diesel stuff, you know, I've always liked going fast. Uh, but after uh, high school, I moved out west. I lived in Idaho for a little while. Um, and I, I went to school out there. And after I got done with school, you know, I decided, you know, I, I got a business degree. But instead of doing the, uh, the corporate route... You know, I just, I wanted to uh, pursue high performance, uh, so I, I, I was lucky enough to get a job at a, a speed shop in Idaho. Um, if you know anything about Idaho, you'll know that it's farming country. Um, <laughs> and farming country, what do you have? But diesel pickups. Um, so, you know, the, the shop I worked at, we did a little bit of everything. Um, you know, we did, you know, some of the, you know, the import stuff, STIs and Evos. You know, we did a lot of muscle cars and, of course, a lot of trucks and, you know, diesel so really it's just um, it, it's just something that i've kind of you know the more i've learned about it the more i've gained interest in it i guess you know just the fact that you can take an engine you know and get so much more for so little you, you know talking about taking a stock truck and putting a tuner on it and getting another 100 150 horsepower um you know there's no other vehicle you can do that with uh, <laughs> so that, that's really i guess in a nutshell where or rather how I kind of got started into what I'm doing now and and how I kind of grew to love diesel performance.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting about, like, just kind of... I guess we got a lot of guys who come over from the semi-world and a lot of guys who come over from agricultural equipment world, but the gas truck world usually leads guys down a different route, right? Like, a lot of gas truck guys get into just gas trucks. They want to go after the lifts, and they want to go after that. It's always interesting for me to hear a backstory that went from, like, gas trucks and trucks to just all of a sudden being exposed to like diesel performance. And, and like you said, there's so much bang for your buck on the performance side of it. It's hard not to get sucked in. Like once you see that, once you know that exists, it's hard not to want to know more about the industry. Right. Um, oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, for me, you know, the other thing that's so cool about it is, yeah, you, know, you know, two things. Number one, the, the trucks are so multi-purpose. Like say you get a, you know, get yourself a C5 Corvette or a McLaren or any one of these cool, you know, Call them exotic cars that are quick,
0: you know a Hellcat, a, a you
1: know Camaro, whatever it is. Uh, you know you can make those vehicles fast, but it's sort of a, a single-use vehicle. Uh, you know you can you can drive it, you can commute in it, and you can race it. Um, and, and they're fast. Don't get me wrong. I you know I like all those vehicles, but you know for me it's like if you had to pick one vehicle to live you're going to drive the rest of your life. And, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a car guy, I build stuff, so I need a vehicle that has some utility as well. You know, whether you need to haul a trailer or you need to, you know, put the kids in the back seat or you've got to, you know, you something you can also have fun with. And that's another reason why, um, you know, diesel appeals to me. Uh, and the other thing is just the absurdity of, all, of it all. Because if you think <laughs> about it, what we do is kind of stupid. Because, you know, if you want to go fast, the last thing you want to do is start with a big, heavy vehicle. Um, <laughs> but you know, that being said, that, that's one of the reasons why, to me, it's like it, it's cool because it's absurd. Where you take a, you know, a seventy-five hundred or eighty-five hundred pound truck, and you do all the stuff to it, and hey, you know, you, you can still make it reasonably quick. I mean, you know, look at some of the, you know the top tier guys in uh, you know pro street uh, diesel racing right now. You know, we're tracking into the seven second zone. Yeah. Um, you know, it's. Um, it takes a lot more horsepower to do that, but to me, it just—that's why it's cool. You know, take something that doesn't make sense; it's not aerodynamic, it's not lightweight. Um, just throw a whole bunch of power at it, though, and, and shoot—that's why. I don't know. To me, that's why it's cool.
0: No, I'm, I'm with you, man. The versatility, I think, is a big one, right? Where it's like, like you said, like I can hook up a trailer and I can go drag race and I can drive to work every day, and there's all these benefits in each one of those categories of why diesel is better. So like as you, yeah, I- as you start to go into it, it's just you see that that value more and more and more, and the absurdity factor is definitely there because, like you said, the guys NHRA, I mean, you know, fifteen hundred horsepower to run, you know, in the eights or you know, eighteen hundred horsepower to the wheels to run in the eights, gas guys probably aren't used to that ratio. <laughs> you know the-
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I like all kinds of racing, you know, and trucks specifically. You know, the LS world right now is. I mean, oh my goodness! The LS world has exploded in terms of you know what you can do with a you know a, a stock bottom end, a factory block, or you know step, guys who step it up to like say an LSX block, you know, 105 millimeter turbos on a you know on a 370 cubic inch engine. You know, those guys are making you know in some cases diesel levels of boost, um, and they're you know they're taking a truck. Um, and they're doing a lot of amazing stuff with it, too. So, you know, any, any kind of vehicle that goes fast, I'm all into. But you just, you know, I don't care if it's gas or diesel. Anything you can take that doesn't make sense <laughs> and still have fun <laughs> with it, you know. Uh, shoot, I remember back in, you know, 03 or 04 or 05 when, you know, this guy, Parrish, I think, had this single-cab short-box blue truck, and he twin turboed it and stuck a, you know, six-liter in it, and he just built it up from there. You know, he was probably one of the uh, pioneers of gas or LS truck performance, I should say, and, you know, just, you know, to see a pickup truck taking down a Corvette or a street bike or what have you, I mean, it's what's not to like.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, cool, man. Well, I definitely, I, I like to hear about all of kind of your history in diesel and, and really getting into it, and you can tell that, you know, you're somebody who really likes it. Uh, I know when I was talking to the guys over there at the show, they were like, yeah, every time we talk about a project, LT wants to throw a diesel in it. Uh, but they only let you once in a while. So give us kind of an overview of what the, track, the truck tech show is all about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I guess I kind of felt like a broken record record after a while because, you know, I, I do enjoy diesel stuff, and it, it's almost kind of a gag now. It's like if something comes up, it's like, all right, I hope he's going to want to put a diesel in it, <laughs> which, you know, is it, partially true. Uh, but, yeah, the show, the so truck tech, we're a – um, we're a how to based uh, automotive show. Uh, my company actually does four shows. We have a uh, muscle car show. We have one for Jeeps and Off Road stuff. We have a show called Engine Power. They focus on machining and hard parts and engine assembly. And then uh, our show is called Truck Tank. Um, again, it's all how to, it's all technical. Uh, and so what we do uh, throughout the course of the season uh, is we'll take. Three or four, five different trucks, and we just we show guys a bunch of different stuff. Um, and you know, these projects range from frame off restorations, you know, where we're doing bodywork and rust repair, um, to you know, uh, electrical stuff, you know, engine performance, whether it's gas or diesel. Um, you know, we get into suspension, into fabrication. You know, um, we try to touch on all aspects. And um, between my co-host Jeremy and I. You know, we're, we have a pretty well-rounded skill set. You know, he does a lot of uh, paint and body work, um, incredibly talented in that area. Uh, he does interior stuff. He can sew upholstery, um, you know, body work, metal work. And then, you know, I, I try to focus my sort of skill set on, you know, the mechanical side of things, high performance fabrication. Um, so basically uh, throughout the course of the show, you know, it's kind of a um, – call it problem and solution sort of scenario. Um, you've got a, a vehicle you want to make it go faster. Um, Here's some of the problems that you're going to encounter. Here's some of the products that you can use. Here are some of the things that you can do to make your truck go faster or whatever the project is that we're doing for the day. You know, we'll show guys how to lay down paint. We'll show guys how to block sand. We'll show guys how to fabricate and weld. Um, and we try to have a, a good range of uh, content on the show that we can, you know, anybody can sit down and watch, whether you're a complete amateur or whether you're a seasoned mechanic. We try to have a little bit of something for everybody. Um, so we do simple stuff. We we try to have a good mix of budget builds and then sort of not-so-budget builds. Uh, but, you know, those are the ones that, you know, I think we enjoy to do a lot and guys enjoy watching.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of enjoying watching, I know m- clearly my favorite, and I've, I've said this well before I even knew the show existed. It was that regular cab short bed is my all time favorite setup. Like that—that that is yeah. the ultimate build. Now we got to do a ride along here with a 1200 horsepower LB7 uh, twin turbo regular cab short bed two wheel drive. But you guys—you guys did one your own. Like I drove one that somebody else built and we tuned and like helped spec. But like you guys actually did one on the show Supermax. Can you give our listeners kind of a, a rundown of what that project looked like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, that uh, for me, that was kind of my pet project because, you know, like you, I've always had a thing for the single cab short box truck. In fact, my C10, my very first truck was an orange single cab short box truck. So you, you can kind of see the, uh, <laughs> the similarity there. <laughs> um, so what we did, um, we found a high mileage, kind of rusty single cab long box um, in West Tennessee um lb7 you know five-speed allison four-wheel drive um the typical typical truck you can find is a work truck kind of ragged out um and we considered what to do with it um and you know like i said for me it was always let's build something that you can't you can't buy um gm never made it Um, and I'm I'm always one for doing something that's a little bit off the beaten path. Now, you know, that's not the most original idea in the world, I'll give you, but uh, it's it's something that's really cool. Um, So basically what we did, uh, and it's kind of cool how this works, uh, we took the factory frame, and on the 01 to 10 um, 2500 HDs, basically from the cab back is 100% the same regardless of whether you have a single cab, extended cab, or crew cab. Um, So uh, what I mean from that is if you have an extended cab short box, it's the same as a crew cab short box. Um, So we took advantage of that, and uh, it turns out you can, because the frames have a little, uh, I think they call it a factory double overlap, there's a seam in the frame. So we took advantage of that, and you can actually cut down a long bed frame dissect it, and put it back together using that same double overlap, uh, and the frame will be exactly the same way that, say, a crew cab short bed would be, um, even though you started with a single cab long box frame. Um, and it's kind of cool how stuff lines up, actually, because you, you know, we bought a spring hanger from an uh, extended or a crew cab short box truck, and there's even one hole, one of the factory rivet holes, that actually still lines up. Uh, so anyway, I'm kind of getting a little bit into the technical side of it. But basically, so we took a we took a factory truck, took 14 inches out of the frame, I think it's something like five inches off the back, welded it back together, um, used factory hangers, and when you when we're done with it, um, you know, factory shortbed, it looks exactly the same as if you're looking underneath a, a crew cab shortbed. Um, and it, it's all factory. Um, and, and so, you know, it's just, truck if GM would have done it. Uh, and so that's the chassis side of things. From there, um, you know, we wanted to make it a little bit sporty as well. Painted it an orange, put some charcoal stripes on it, you know, color match the front end. Um, on the performance side of things, stock uh, stock long block LV7, we went through had a uh, S366 on it. Um, you know, lift pump, uh, of course all the, you know, intercooler, 3-inch uh, piping everywhere. We kind of Got everything powder coated, uh, you know, with bright orange. I forget the name of the color, but just again, kind of give it that pop under the hood. Um, built five speed Allison underneath it. Um, you know, put down five hundred and fifty horse. I think nine hundred and sixty pounds of torque, maybe. Um, it's just just a fun front. You know, we you know, we did the suspension stuff, the upgraded tie rods, the center ring. You, you know, all, all the stuff that diesel guys do. Right.
0: And, it, it is know, a very was, uh, complete a build. build. Sorry. I was just going to say, it is a very complete build. The entire list is actually on your guys' episodes on PowerNation.com, so you can see every part you guys put in it, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yeah, you know, and we kind of do that just so, you know, if viewers, you know, watch this and say, man, I want to try that, you know, we we put those things out there so people can kind of take a look at it, and if they wanted to try it on their own, you know, that's at the end of the day, that's what my job is to do, is to, you know, get people out in the shop, in the garage, and, and... try to do some of these things
0: absolutely well you guys killed it with the truck uh do you get some quarter mile times, some trap times for that
1: we went uh, not a quarter mile we took it to the eighth mile and uh of course that's the one thing you ask um off the top of my head i believe we're a low eight, like 8 15 ish in the eighth mile i think 78 miles an hour um you know we had we had half a day at the track and i was having a little trouble getting it to launch just right without making the front end hop all over the place um but you know in 550 horsepower probably had a little bit more in it you know if we had a little more time to perfect it but you know really the goal wasn't to make the ultimate drag vehicle we would have done things a lot differently you know a different wheel and tire change the suspension a little bit but just you know, it was more of Look what you can do without a whole lot of effort. Because at the end of the day, it was a fairly simple rescue. I mean, we got a stock engine, bigger turbo, some good tuning on there, um, a couple of suspension parts, and a hundred percent complete truck that you can drive to get groceries and has air conditioning and all that other stuff.
0: That's so cool. It it really is an awesome build, and I know we kind of breezed over some of the the body to this, but like total rehaul on the body. Um, it looks amazing. I'm not a big fan of like really bright colored trucks. I I do like a more kind of understated look in general, but you guys, you guys nailed it on this one, man. It, It looks just phenomenal. It grabs your attention right away. And, and there was no question of whether or not it was a diesel <laughs> it, was, it was really clear on that so i thought that was really cool now i know you guys have done a couple other diesel projects in the past uh quite a few actually but there's a another one coming up that you and i were talking about could we can we broach that that build can we talk about that yet yeah
1: we, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that um so after you know coming off of uh um, project supermax you yeah, know that to combine what i would call a bro truck or a sema truck you know bigger lift big wheels kind of a call it a loud presence and um, combine that with some of the high performance stuff that a lot of guys do um so right now actually like what we're doing this week and stuff um you know we're working on some of the performance side of things um you know it's got a second gen swap uh S-467 we're running, we have a goal of somewhere around 800 horse, um, you know, it's going to have a built trans in it, um, you know, twin, uh, twin injection pumps, bigger lift pump. Uh, again, none, we probably won't get to the long block for a little while, um, you know, but I know the 6-7, uh, sorry, the 6 seven, they have a pretty big, uh, a lot of headroom in terms of how much power they can hold from the factory, you know, as we're going to studs, valve springs, bigger injectors, uh, of course, turbo and, you know, uh, injection pump and lift pump. Uh, so, again, you know, 800 horsepower goal, and then, you know, that takes care of the power. And, you know, from there, going to have some big 22s on it, you know, maybe 37s. Uh, of course, all the suspension is going to be powder-coated. All the engine parts are going to be powder-coated. It just kind of make a, I, I call it a bro-truck race truck <laughs> you know just kind of totally off the
0: end of the spectrum i guess I, I love it man i'm really excited for this project because i do think it is one of the cool ones uh it, it also probably again is not like one i would have went and spec'd out because I'm, I'm not into like the lifts and things like that but i do think that they're awesome like i think that there's a, a huge huge draw in the marketplace for guys who do want to take their trucks and lift them and want to look further into them and what i thought was really cool is out of the episodes published I've seen a lot of guys talk about lifts and usually what they do is they have the products laid out on the table and they talk about the products and they say, all right, and now we're going to put this thing in. And then there's like a fast forward segment of them, like wrenching on the truck. Whereas in you guys took a lot more time to kind of break down. What are these components? How are they going to impact you? What's, you know, how do you do this? And I thought that was really kind of cool. Um, do you guys, are, are you guys going to go into the same level as you get into the turbo and, and other components of the truck and really kind of show that real in-depth background of like how to in it?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, that, and that's, that's sort of the basis of our whole show is, you know, I, I, I watch all the car shows out there. You know, I'm going <laughs> to do this. So I watch I the YouTube guys. I watch the, you know, the network TV guys. Uh, and, and I know exactly what you're talking about because it's like, here's some cool parts. BAM, we bolted them on. Um, (laughs) And that's one of the things that we try not to do. You know, we try to show step-by-step, you know, almost to the level of an instruction manual what it takes to install these parts. But not just how do you install it, but, you know, it's the logic behind it. It's, okay, um what will your stock turbo do what's the limit of a stock turbo okay so we need a bigger one why do we need a bigger one how is that going to affect drivability and spool up and exhaust temperature you know why are we switching to a different style exhaust manifold you know um why do we need bigger fuel injectors why do we need more you know why do we need a bigger lift pump why do we need a second injection pump um and what does that do to the rest of the bill you know and even something as simple as you know, putting a, a larger tire on, what impact is that going to have with the rest of the truck, the rest of the build? Uh, so, absolutely. You know, when we're, when we're doing this, we're going to treat it exactly like everything else we do, and we're going to try to show viewers at home, number one, what it takes to build a truck. You know, if, if that's your goal, if you have a goal of seven or eight or nine hundred horsepower truck, we're going to show you what it takes to do that. But also, you know, kind of dive into the science a little bit and you know why that's kind of what we try to answer is why and and for me anyway if, if you can explain to somebody why you need a particular part rather than just the fact that you need a certain size turbo it it helps people understand better and helps them make a better educated decision you know okay do i want to go with uh, you know, with second team swap, do I want to run, you know, an S400 or would I be better suited for a VGT turbo? Uh, you know, stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I think it's really cool. And I, I, as I watch the show, I, I often think about kind of that same comparison of like you to the other car shows and stuff that I watch. And as we've started to have some more celebrities like yourself and the guys from Diesel Brothers and some other guys on the show, I, I was wondering if we could take some time to kind of talk about how the show comes together because obviously what we see is this really well-polished project that's very well-organized and very well-executed. Um, is a lot of the show scripted, or is a lot of this like you have some bullet points and they tell you just to talk? Like, uh, how do you start to put an episode together? Uh,
1: well, uh, it's kind of a combination of, of both, I guess you could say. Um, so we start out our season uh, basically, you know, Jeremy and myself, uh, the two hosts will come through and say, all right, what are we going to build this year? Um, and so we'll, you know, we'll think about, you know, what we haven't done in a while, what we think would be cool. Um, you know, once we have that narrowed down, you know, we get the vehicles purchased, you know, then it's time to start working. We'll, you know, we'll map out, you know, the order of things, what makes sense, what we want to show, um, you know, it's sort of once we have that planned out, you know, we'll, we'll tackle things on an episode by episode basis. Um... We, uh, you know, as, as hosts of the show, Terry and I, we much we, we write everything that we're going to talk about. Um, it and it's not it's not a scripted show in the sense that you know somebody walks in and here's a script and you know you get to say exactly what's on this piece of paper. Um, you know, it's totally up to us to deliver the message. You know, of whatever we're trying to talk about. You know, and, and like any of these shows, you know, we work with you know clients who want to sell off parts and we'll try to make sure that we. Uh, get the message across that they want, you know, us to talk about. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's our own words. And, and usually we're the ones that, you know, um, if we want to install a particular product, that's why we're getting it. It's not like, you know, a network or somebody comes to us and says, you, you have to install this, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, we'll we write the show. We'll figure out what we want to say. Uh, so we'll take it. Um, We'll go through, install the parts, you know, film everything. That's just kind of a, a process. If you haven't ever been around, you know, filming something, it's uh, uh, especially on a technical level like we do, it, it's a uh, very slow process compared to, you know, working in a regular shop. You know, if it takes you <laughs> an hour to do a break job, it might take us five hours to film doing a break job. Um, but, you know, that's, that's just uh, part of the gig.
0: Hey, one more take on that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. That, yeah. You know, it's funny because we get a lot of, uh, uh, you know, oh man, can you, can you take that off and do it again? Because, you know, the way they, they sequence the shots together and it's, it's just all part of it, Dan. <laughs> but, um, you gotta do what you gotta do.
0: I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, I, I definitely thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, couple of things here to wrap up. Number one, was there anything you want to talk about that we didn't get a chance to cover today?
1: You know, I think we, we pretty well nailed it. You know, um, I, I'm I'm just a I'm just a guy who's lucky enough to be in a position where I can you know have access to some cool projects with some cool tr- uh, some cool tools and build some cool trucks. Um, you know, so just thank all of our viewers and you know if 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 the, your listeners haven't heard of the show, I'd encourage them to check us out. Um, you know, probably the easiest way PowerNationTV.com, Check out our website. Um, you know, we uh, and we're not just diesel. You know, we I'm I'm a diesel enthusiast myself, so I try to, to do that as much as I can. But we try to do something for everybody. I mean, you know, this season, for example, we went from a you know 1930 Model A Ford Street Ride pickup that we're building. We've got a K5 Blazer, um, you know, the Ram, um, and, and, you know, everything in between. Uh, so just if you if you guys are into you know that kind of stuff, check it out.
0: I'll tell you right now, it's an audio podcast, and nobody can see me. I'm in a studio by myself, but I am smiling from ear to ear because every one of the projects you just listed, I've been watching, and they're all fucking awesome. Like Seriously, guys, (laughs) Uh, go straight from your phone because I know you guys are listening to this on your phone. Go search PowerNationTV.com. You can also just search Truck Tech or Truck Tech Supermax. Uh, it'll that's how I found it earlier today so like it's it's well worth the watch uh, Lt's a, a great host on it I think you guys will be really entertained thank you so much for joining us today and, and giving our listeners some of your time uh, I know I'll be following along with the project and I think we'll probably circle back and have you on again in the future
1: absolutely sounds like a plan and hey thank you Paul for having me on
0: no problem. Listeners, thank you so much for uh, checking out today's show. Make sure you go back, listen to some of the previous episodes we recently had, Diesel Dave and Heavy D from Diesel Brothers on. We had on Tyler Franz and the star of our LBZ project build over at Duramax Tuner. Those videos are live on Facebook. And as always, like, share, rate, review, do all that good stuff that the managers yell at me about. For today, this has been Paul Wilson. Thanks for listening. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTutor.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including Duramax, Cummins, Powerstroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtutor.com or Chris at C-E-H-M-K ke at duramaxtuner.com. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback is appreciated. Please rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and by all means, let us know if you have any ideas for a podcast. We'd love to hear from you. You know,
1: everybody wants a Camaro or a Mustang, but up there, you know, for a, you know, 12, 13, 14-year-old kid, I actually bought my first truck when I was 12 years old. Um, you know, for a young kid like that, you can't afford a Camaro because, you know, all the good ones are incredibly expensive. So uh, the next best thing uh, was pickup trucks. Uh, so the first vehicle I bought, um, 76 C-10.